This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. One, two, three, four. Welcome to WTS Waikato, Season 2. It's a radio show and podcast about the goings-on in our region under the new normal. I'm producer Gary Farrow. The NZ Podcasting Summit, taking place on 14 May at Auckland University of Technology, is supported by Free FM, Sonic Cultures Research Group, Rock Shop, Rode Microphones and Acast. It is the inaugural summit, providing a medium for Aotearoa's podcast producers, focusing on collaboration, education, sharing and networking. A panel of over 15 experts will be speaking at the day-long event, and you are invited to attend. I spoke with event organiser Dr Lewis Tennant from AUT. Um, kia ora, I'm Lewis, and my background in teaching and education is one where there was a um, very large gap in the middle. I did the obligatory um, mid-90s BA. Um, I, I jest, it was actually, it was it was great, it was formative years, but I had no aspirations to um, do any more study or become an academic, and then I went back for one year and post to do postgrad in 2010 in my early 30s, and I've been in AUT's School of Communication Studies one way or another ever since then um, and ended up um, a doctor, which I never thought would happen either. <laughs> now, how did you yourself get involved in podcasting? Have you been involved in it for a while? Um, I'm certainly not an originator. It's certainly been around for a while and there was a lot of big shows when I started. But in the scheme of things, it's probably fairly early to pick it up relative to most of New Zealand, and I know exactly how I came to it. I um, Someone posted a, an episode, um, I think, on social media, Facebook or somewhere, of Mark Maron, who I, at that time, had no idea who that person was, um, talking to Melanie Linsky, who's a, an actress originally from, from Wellington. Um, and Wellington being Wellington, I, 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 I don't know her, but I kind of know of her. So I thought, oh, that's interesting. I'll listen to this guy chat to her and then very long story short is between him and a bunch of other shows that I started listening to but Maron in particular in terms of the style of my show I thought I can do this and I think I can do it well and I think that I'll really enjoy it as a passion project um it's turned out to be um kind of time with my work as well which is really good um, yeah, so two, what's that? Seven years, 2000, but I didn't, st- I didn't start one till the, till the very, very end of 2016. My show's been going about five years now. Mm. Yeah. And we, we share your show here on uh, Free FM. And uh, would you like to describe to um, the listeners the sort of ethos behind, you know, the, the idea behind the show? Oh, that's a really interesting question because you don't, normally verbalize that with someone do you yeah 
Um, the ethos behind it. Basically, the reason it exists is I fell in love with long-form conversational podcasts, which is what kind of Maron does. The most famous examples, obviously, is Rogan. Um, there's many different ways to do them. Um, and I, I like that they're kind of like, they're kind of like the slow food movement compared to how media is these days. We often have little snippets and sound bites. And um, I don't know how, you, how old you are, but I remember, you know, growing up when um, people like politicians and I don't know, important people got more airtime on places like television and so on. So there's kind of that as well. It's, it's the idea of like, I wouldn't call it journalism, but, um, you know, kind of deep dives uh, on people. So I chat to one person an episode as i say it's certainly not an original format uh on my part i talked to one person uh, um um an episode generally have a wee chat about my life at the beginning um and what else lastly about it i guess um i realized this after the fact without sort of being too highfalutin um i'm actually creating kind of a an artifact as well like the national library have just digitized a whole lot of episodes which I'm sort of quietly quite proud of, you know. It's also about, one thing I didn't say is it's about the kind of like, even with someone like RNZ or probably even some shows on Free FM where you can go quite long form, um, you can sort of go looser as well in conversational podcasts. Like they're kind of like pirate radio in a way. You can sort of do or say um, what you want. And so, you know, I think people really enjoy hearing, you know, um, as real a version of someone as you're going to hear in a situation like that. I've actually heard on, a, on, on some of the biggest shows overseas that those guys are doing so many podcasts all the time because there's sort of, particularly in the comedian community, there's a bunch of people who kind of, you know, do each other's shows that they often forget they are podcasting and a lot of them have got into kind of trouble in their private life because they've been too frank about, you know, one, one you know, gone too far or whatever. But, but anyway, you know, a wee anecdote. So it's funny, we're all, we're all dealing with the same stuff. That's why I think the summit's going to be really helpful because that's another thing you've said that I, I relate to as well. And, and for me, you know, the, the, you know, the, the meeting up with people um, like COVID and Zoom or whatever software you used has kind of really changed things. Like I kind of I feel like people are less inclined to come and podcast with you at your house or wherever now because they know they can do it on Zoom. But then you end up with some guests with like a laptop microphone and no headphones on, like I had on one episode. So, you know, it's a difficult one. Mm. I do prefer sitting with people, but I, I get, you know, everyone's busy and stuff. The shorter and simpler um, answer about um, how did I end up, um, I guess, organizing the summit. Um, this is where I want to go on the record and say that there was actually two of us organizing the summit originally. Um, myself and a guy named um, Chris, who does a podcast in Christchurch. And um, we fell out partway through. And it's sort of, it's one of the, it's sort of one of the only little curses on the, on, you know, about the best summit. So I don't, I don't think Chris will be listening, but I kind of acknowledge that. Um, but yeah, basically between he and I, it's exactly what you said. It's sort of like, you've got all these very sort of like um, focused, you know, often really engage people um, who buy equipment and spend hours learning software. And basically, you know, most of the time in New Zealand, it's going to be a passion project, right? But the point is that everyone's kind of doing that 
um, in satellites. So, yeah, short version is it's a start to try and bring people together, and I hope that it will be every year. Um, yeah, so I capped it at 100 people, and we'll see if we get that many this year. Um, but I would like it to grow because there's way more than 100 podcasters in New Zealand. And it's also open to, um, you know, there's no, there's no, um, what's the word? There's, there's, there's no restrictions on who can buy a ticket. So if people want to come along because they, they're interested in podcasting and they want to learn about it for a day and maybe meet some people who podcast, you know, they can come. Um, if, um, what are they called? NZME uh, book 10 tickets and want to come as well as an indie guy who's come up from Waikato or wherever. Great. So we're just basically going to see um, who turns up, um, you know, from, from, from across the um, community. Now, podcasting is a relatively accessible pursuit to get into, as we've just touched on. Um, but with many people having started up their own podcasts uh, recorded at home in the past few years. But what benefit do podcast creators stand to gain from a, a, a summit like this? Like, you know, people work on a, on a passion project basis, but yeah. would part of the reason of this uh, podcasting summit be to tell people that they have a really valuable platform and how to, you know, uh, amplify the quality of their, of their product? Yeah, there's, there's, these are good questions. Yeah, there's a, there's, there's a bit of that. There's certainly like the way that the panels and sessions are devised uh, with that idea that you might already be a well-established podcaster with, you know, a great sounding show um, that's got a bunch of listeners. But, you know, you might go, man, I just want to, I want to know how to get advertising and so on, which in New Zealand is quite hard, again, because it's a small population and so on. So there's that. But then also it's for people who um, kind of want to come along and, like I say, be lifted up and kind of into podcasting if they, if they want to come. I, I think back to what I said in my last answer, one of the main reasons I think it's important to put on um, is, yeah, to bring everyone together because I think then – there will be stuff like, you know, eventually, um, you know, guests being shared with more than one show as an example, or maybe, you know, someone who's particularly good at editing ended up doing a bunch of shows. There's small companies emerging, like what's happening with podcasting in New Zealand is not dissimilar to overseas. It's just kind of on a smaller scale when it's just a little bit behind. But that was another reason for starting the summit. I knew I forgot the last thing I wanted to say is like, it just felt like the timing was right to do it here, to do something like that. Um, and it felt like if I didn't, someone else might do something like it in about a month. Not that I wanted it to be mine, but it would have been really annoying to organise it and then find out we had two, two of the similar events on in New Zealand. So, yeah, hope that answers that question. Yeah, no, absolutely. So for those who might be unfamiliar with podcasting, or thinking about starting one up themselves, what would you say is on the checklist of stuff that one yeah. needs in order to get going? I guess both in terms of the planning and in terms of hardware that you that you may need. I think that everyone that the that the entry level or the barrier to podcasting is relatively low as 
as a really great romantic idea. Um, and it is. I can theoretically record through this cell phone and upload it to, um, to you know, the interwebs. <laughs> um, but there's a bit more to it than that on the technical side. I think, you know, I, I realize everyone's got different budget, different access to technology, but whatever microphone you're going to use, be it a cheapie in your phone or a mic like I'm using, which isn't flash, but it's not, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an okay mic, um, you know, learn about kind of recording techniques. They're pretty basic, you know, quiet room, um, you know, learning not to have an echo, mic proximity, um, and the reason I really stress that is, I don't know about you, but I've actually heard a lot of podcasts, some with actually quite big audiences that have episodes with unforgivable um, audio. So so there's that. Like, I think what I'm saying there in short is I'm not telling everyone to race out and buy a $1,000 mic because that's not realistic for a lot of people. I'm saying just whatever you've got, learn how to use it properly like anything. Yeah, that would be one thing. Um, so the question was what else you need to set up, right? I feel like I'm kind of babbling on too long about these. Yeah, there's that. Um, and kind of need to learn all the, this is getting a bit into the weeds and a bit boring, but I spent some time like actually learning about uploading a podcast to the internet kind of successfully and cleanly and making it look good and having good copy and getting an RSS feed and, learning about all of that was really valuable as well. So basically you've got production and then getting it onto the internet are probably the two key categories. Oh, and one last thing I'll say on the accessibility thing, because um, you probably know this, but a number of listeners listening um, presumably won't, is what you edit audio on is called a digital audio workstation, and there's a whole bunch of them. And there's actually one that's really good for podcast editing that's completely free. Um, now I'm going to forget the name of it. Audacity? That's right, eh? Audacity. Yeah. The yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's reasons to have um, a flasher DAW than that, but you can produce a totally fine podcast on that and get it up online. I think another thing I noticed that's a shame, and again, we you know Rogan always comes up because he is the biggest show in the world, like, so I teach a podcasting course at AUT that I designed. I'm really lucky. I'm happy to be doing that. And I and I say to them, like, basically, um, don't try and be Rogan. And what I mean there is, like, he claims he never researches. He does these big, long-form conversations. Um, I tend to believe him, yeah. I, th I think he probably – he's got that kind of mind. But he's also a professional stand-up, you know, blah, 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 blah. All his guests are as well. So the point there is, like – I think a lot of, I think a number of people doing those kind of chats or podcasts trying to launch those think you just jump in and turn the mic on. But I would say to someone listening, they want to do that. Think about who your audience is. It's not all of New Zealand. It's not, it's not the six o'clock news. Um, plan for like what you're going to talk about. As I say, those guys make it look really easy, but you know, I always like will have an A4 sheet of paper each guest with kind of bullet points and what I'm going to ask. So again, long rant in the short version is like plan and research. Um, unless you happen to be another Rogan, in which case good on you. <laughs> you know, say hi to me on your show when you've got a hundred million listeners, but that is a very unique skill that he possesses, you know, to do that. Yeah. Depending on how many podcasts you listen to, I don't mean you, I mean the audience, the people listen to this, um, 
you know, you might just listen to conversational shows or you might just listen to like the best of New York Times or RNZ or whatever. Like there's a lot of different kinds of, of podcasts out there. So yeah, what you're pointing out is like a lot of podcasts are much more narrative based and planned and structured. Um, so yeah, that's a whole different kettle of fish altogether, right? When you actually um, aren't just pressing, pressing on air on the mic and, and going for it. Um, with my course, this might sound unusual, but we do it for the reasons we've been talking about, or I do it for the reasons we've been talking about. Even though it's a podcast episode, they hand in at the end. So they do a proposal and a pitch for the first assignment. Then they submit the audio. Um, it can only be five minutes. So four and a half to five and a half minutes. So that, that kind of like short, really short form, I think, I think gets them thinking a bit more than saying, Hey, it can be an hour or whatever, if you know what I mean. It's like, what am I going to, what, what am I going to do in five minutes? How am I going to get in, tell a story and, and, and get out? You've made me think of another of many reasons. I think that um, summit will be valuable. And we already talked about it, like kind of meeting people and collaborating and stuff like, like I can upload video and I can kind of do graphics and I sort of used Photoshop the other day to make a promo thing for the event, but you know, I'd love to pick a young podcaster's brain, you know, to me, young's, I guess in your twenties, because those, a lot of those guys here are like throwing up video and doing really good Insta clips and all of that. And, um, you know, just some insight on that because that's kind of more native to them um, would be really helpful. So um, yeah, I, I, th I think it can only be a bit of a good thing, right? Mm, that's a really good point. Now, um, yeah. do you want to give us a rundown of the program for the day of the podcasting summit? You can find this event um, information about New Zealand Podcast Summit, and um, you can also purchase tickets from nzpodsummit.com. Um, it's happening in central Auckland. If you want to come from outside of Auckland, there is, after all, I hope, a New Zealand Podcasting Summit. There is lots of pretty reasonably priced um, accommodation, even a few weeks out, um, available around the venue. The venue is... It's AUT's WG building. So, yeah, there's a lot of, um, as I say, ACOM around there and kind of um, places to eat and drink outside of the summit and so on. But anyway, um, it's quite a, a full day. It's, um, I guess, sort of structured like an academic conference, but it's not going to be an academic conference by any means um, because we've got mainly panels and kind of a group activity and so on. So basically... But, but now the podcasters, just lastly, um, or the content creators who you have got speaking um, in the summit, uh, they are very, uh, very diverse and very representative of different, um, uh, different skills and different approaches to podcasting. We've got 15 plus panelists and speakers. There's three speakers who make up a panel and two keynote speakers check out the website nzpodsummit.com for the sessions and descriptions of what's going on in each but in terms of um, the people speaking uh, throughout the day uh, we've got alan mickleroy who is a auckland stand-up comedian originally from dublin he's an excellent um mc and host so i decided to get him to do a kind of group slash speed dating exercise. He has a podcast called Bad Gigs. Um, then we've got a panel session with Olivia Shivers. She works for Stuff, former AUT comm student, and her and two of her friends produced what's probably my favourite New Zealand podcast, 
um, of late. It's called What's Wrong With You. And we've got Danny McCrum, who does a podcast called Don't Give Up Your Day Job. Um, Cam Schuster, who's an interesting story in that he has a full-time non-media job, no media training, no media background. Just another person who was listening to podcasts and thought, I can do this. So rather than starting one, he started a whole network of um, podcasts called the WizWiz Network. And the whole um, concept is it's West Auckland-based and um, Polynesian kind of stories and perspectives. So um, the next panel is Helen King uh, from a podcast called The C Word about her journey as a young person with cancer. I think that show also broadcasts on Free FM. Um, Tim Provise, who's just someone I found on the internet, and I thought, wow, this guy is a very talented host and um, has got a really dedicated audience. So I think he's a really interesting guy for like, you know, podcasts are about niche audiences um, often. And then Vaughan Davis, who isn't a podcaster, but um, is the longtime um, advertising agency guy, former broadcaster, um, has written a book on social media. So I thought he'd be um, a smart man to have on that panel. Then we've got Kirsten and Melody XRNZ on the storytelling narrative and structure panel with me questioning them. Um, and then the last panel is... Um, about support and advertising, and it's Tim Burnell, who's not a podcaster but works for RNZ as their commissioning manager. Um, very insightful. I get him in to talk to my students as well. Kane Power, who has um, started a podcast company called Precision Podcasting in the Waikato, and Tim Bat, who has most downloaded New Zealand podcast of all time called um, The Worst Idea of All Time, and actually now works for Acast. So, yeah, that's everyone. Here's a peek at a couple of the podcasts by people who will be speaking at the NZ Podcasting Summit. What's Wrong With You and The Lake. And the woman behind the counter, she just looked at me point blank and she goes, can you have children? I heard him say, this girl's got a gammy leg, take a look. I just decided to cry and left. My husband didn't, he sort of stayed and <laughs> wanted to give him a hiding. This is What's Wrong With You, Stuff's podcast about disability and about living in a world that's not designed for you. I'm Olivia Shivers. And I'm Rebecca Dubber. And we both use wheelchairs to navigate the world. We're going to hear from guests who will talk about fashion, sex, media representation and body image. And we'll also try to answer some of the big mysteries facing people living with disabilities, such as why do so many weird things happen whenever we go to the supermarket? But always these weird conversations happen in the supermarket, I feel. Oh yes, you need to buy the chocolate, but you also need to ask the disabled person why they're out in public. <laughs> well, the Bible says that God heals stuff, and so I'm like, why can't he regrow limbs? If he wants yeah. to do that with me, then have at it, I'll take it. I've had like a random stranger come up to me in like a public bathroom, ask me if I can have sex. I wish that I was brave enough to be like, why? Are you propositioning <laughs> me, you know? like That's a good comeback. It was plainly visible, I had prosthetic leg. This woman stopped. She started clapping and she said, oh, well done. If you could make this a movie, you wouldn't let your children watch it. And yet we lived in it. I still had no idea why am I here and when am I going home? Were you scared? Uh, no, I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared of nothing. <laughs> I'm Aaron Smale, 
and for the past five years, I've been asking questions about what happened to the children of Lake Ellis Psychiatric Hospital. After a 13-year-old psychotic Nguyen boy received ECT, allegedly without consent. The machine that was used was a steel grey box. You see people lines going through your eyes zigzagging. I felt like someone had smashed open my head with an axe. I saw him pass out. I saw him slide down the wall. You're making me a meth addict when I'm f***ing eight years old. In this podcast, we're going to find out who was responsible. Hello, I'm Dr Leakes. Big smile, soft handshake. I said, please, Dr Leakes, I don't want this. If it's going to hurt. And he was allowed to do whatever he wanted to do. I could chop off your head, and as long as I had a good reason for it, I can't be prosecuted. I was horrified. The setup it was a bit like Nazi Germany. Clearly, you can see they just cover it up. You know, we blame the whole system. We'll get to know the heroes. We first said that the judicial system was brought to New Zealand like venereal disease and measles. You outsmarted all the staff. <laughs> You smuggled out the contraband. You smuggled the message out. I think you should be a spy, bro. CIA. I loved all those children, and I think that was what my success was, because the children felt they were loved. And the characters I've grown to love along the way. We were shifty. <laughs> shifty ears. For I'll make you smile so I've already won. I've got the first laugh. Have some of that paralyzed through my pissy arse. <laughs> <laughs> That's how famous I am, bro. <laughs> and we're going to hear exactly what happened from the kids who survived it. I am absolutely terrified to be here today. And every part of me wanted to run. From Stuff and Popsock Media, this is The Lake a podcast about the children of Lake Ellis. It was unspeakable, and yet people knew Aaron, and they did nothing at the time. The whole idea of this thing is to expose the system, and so long as we're alive, we're still going to be coming at you, left, right and centre. Tickets to the podcasting summit are just $65. Morning tea and lunch is included in the price. There are 100 tickets available, so if you're interested, register as soon as possible. nzpodsummit.com Thank you for listening to this episode of WTS Waikatoa. If you liked what you heard, you can follow the show on Facebook and find it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Free FM, the Community Access Media Alliance and New Zealand On Air for making this show happen.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.